song normally but i feel like it was just time oh yeah to bring in the mind of manny fresh yeah one of the best cds ever made which for those who don't know i'm sure you're familiar with cash money records or mm-hmm. young money or manny fresh is one of the starters of that and he was in a group called the big timers and a lot of people don't know a lot of people don't even know who the big timers are a lot of people but a lot yeah. of people don't know that he made a solo album called the mind of manny yeah. fresh which is 33 tracks yeah. long of mostly things like that yeah 33 of the greatest tracks. It might be one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, I still listen to it all the time. And there are songs on there that probably make me laugh more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's tons. I like the one where he's talking about the Get It Good Inn, which is the hotel. Oh, he's yeah. Like, Complimentary <laughs> breakfast, you get bagels, big old bagels. <laughs> and it's like, I think that, that that track is like seven minutes long, and it's literally it just him talking, making up things about a place where his band is playing at a hotel. And he introduces the band and every single member of the band, every instrument. His name Teddy Char- Pendergraf. No, Char- Charlie Petaway. Charlie Petaway. Yeah, like he's Manny Pendergraf. Manny Pendergraf. <laughs> Charlie Petaway. He's like on the bass, Charlie, Charlie Petaway. <laughs> on the drums, Charlie Petaway. <laughs> yeah, if you ever ever heard Mind of Manny Fresh, just go on Spotify, on Spotify, look it up, and you will it be happy. Beyond worth it. He had another soul album that wasn't as good because he didn't. Wasn't he as wasn't funny. as goofy, and he was trying yeah. to make more of a, like real rap album, and it didn't work I mean, as he well. He doesn't do that. That's no. not what he's there he's for. Much more. He's supposed to be much more goofy and silly than right. I always liked Manny Fresh compared to a lot of other rappers because his funny wasn't like ignorance, like you're laughing at him. He was funny on purpose. Yeah, he was actually hilarious. He was trying to be yeah. funny, and he was very funny. It's like Cameron is one of my favorites. I still don't know if he's serious. I think he's like I, half and half. I, I don't know. I think most of the time he's serious except for like when you can tell he's joking and then he's actually joking. I will tell you to this day, and I've watched it 200 times, the video where he's in his house and he has red sparkly floors. And he's, oh, no. Yeah. He's high and he's talking to the reporter and keeps on going, my floors dance. They dance all the way down and he walks down the stairs and he keeps going, my floors is dancing. And he's high out of his mind, obviously. Then he's like, What's in this room? And he opens the door and he's like, 17 stripper poles in his house. He doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I want to hang out with him for a day more than anyone on the earth. Oh, yeah. Me Remember when you were like a kid, like in sixth grade, and you got a big buddy? <laughs> What's that look at that? What the hell is it? <laughs> what do you give me First of all, we didn't go to the same school, so okay, no. Okay, but I thought it was normal. 
No, Ryan. Okay, well, first of all, in sixth okay, grade in my school, let me let me explain. Uh-huh. Yeah, you maybe were... you got a big buddy. <laughs> okay, no. Everyone in my class did. No. Yes, they did. Call Nathan Was right it the, one of those people who, like, you, you followed around because you could learn how to change classes or whatever? Nah, a little weirder. But call Nathan. Can we call Nathan? No, you know we can't call out. We didn't have people call in. Uh, well, I'll see if he's busy. I'm not spending the extra money to call out. Yeah, I don't blame you, but I'm just saying. But, no, what I'm saying is, I can type while I talk, is that in sixth grade we were assigned a big buddy. And our big buddy was supposed to teach us more about, like, adulthood and things like that. What? And what? No, first of all, why are you telling Nathan to call in? He's the person who insists that there's a musical. Uh, <laughs> Listen. Based around a disco man who's, like, who's magical and becomes your best friend. That was not that true. That never existed. That was absolutely not true, and I can tell you that. But what I'm telling you, no, that wasn't Nathan's thing, wasn't it? What was the theme song? It was, yeah. Let's find I'm that bu- out. Too. I'm buff. I'm tan. I'll, I'll be, be your, your disco, disco man. man. <laughs> and he said it was from a, a a musical that they put on at school about a guy who did disco and became like your best friend, but nobody else could see him. You know what happened? That didn't happen. No, and I don't believe that big buddies happened either. Yes, they did. Your school didn't have anything like that. No. Justin. Our school wasn't full of a bunch of pederasts. What? Our school wasn't full of a bunch of pederasts. What are the pederasts? Pedophiles. Oh. Well, let's get into something real quick we wait for Nathan to call. We're getting back to looking good, feeling good. It's taking over the country. No, we're not talking about it. We're talking about it right now. No, we're not talking about it. What I wore here I'm not today. talking about your disgusting, ratty slippers no, let, and no, your gross, you. like, look like they the cut-off pajama pants. Let me tell you right now. I came here today in a pair of shoes so cool. So comfortable. So stained with unidentifiable things. I think if I sold them on the QVC, I would be a billionaire. Of one pair of stained slippers that you got from, like, Walgreens? I found them at Kenwood Mall, which is an upscale mall. It was at a kiosk, not a store, but still. Now let me explain to you. They're slipper-looking like moccasins full of fur on the inside. Now, I'll be fair to you. After two days, they smell to high heaven. Yeah, they're terrible. But they feel so nice on your feet. Is Skype open? Yeah, it's open. All right. If he calls, it'll ring. We'll see. I mean, if not, it's okay. My, everyone knows that my big buddy thinks true listening. They all know. It's obviously true. You didn't even explain it. All you did was then move on to your fucking gross-ass slippers and your fucking hideous shorts that you're wearing. Say it with me. Looking good, feeling good. No, I'm not good. saying it with say, you ever. Say it I will with never me. say it with you because you don't look good. Are you seeing You might feel good. That's fine. But you don't slippers. look good. Are you seeing them? Yeah, I saw him when you walked in and Put showed them to Put me. No, on. I'm not touching. Uh, you shouldn't actually. I, yeah, I'm absolutely not, not putting put my foot on. in anything that you're barefoot is in. You should not put one on. No. But. No. So anyways, a big buddy, what they would do is uh, they were in 12th grade and you were in 6th grade. And they would go to lunch with you and take you to classes and help you with your science project and teach you more about being an adult. What do you mean teach you more about being an adult? You don't explain anything. You just you here's what you do. You half explain it to the point where you think that other people have gone through this exact same thing. But I guarantee you a number normal? of people No, I never had to okay. do it. Listeners, I want you to write in this week for next week if any of you had big buddies or little buddies in high school and junior high or grade school because I think it's kind of normal. I don't think it's that weird. Did you have to do it later on become a big buddy to a, a little kid? Yeah. Ugh, no. Actually, why did I even ask that? <laughs> what do you mean? Because I know exactly what... <laughs> what no, do you mean? No, we're not having well, no, that discussion. No, tell me what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. No, I don't. 
you being a big buddy to a little kid is like the creepiest thing no, of all it's time. Not. Because and to be watching fair, you interact with small children is so I don't weird. Like them, so yeah, I'm I know, bad at it. But it's really weird. It's the most uncomfortable thing. It's like it would be like watching like if you could somehow imbue like I don't know, some kind of animal like a gorilla. Like if you handed a gorilla a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> and like gave them just enough just enough information in their head that they were able to understand they shouldn't smash it they should try and figure it out that's what and then they tried to figure it out and couldn't and were frustrated that's what it's like watching you interact with a child i don't like kids that's fine so yeah i try but my it's best. really easy to talk to kids all you do is just talk in high pitched tones and be nice to them no not sixth graders they're like hey there little poopy boy Hey, you want to go boopy boopy boop? No, you should never do that to any child. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Just oh. like. <laughs> never mind. So. Just like when you asked out girls, apparently, and used that weird voice that you used last week. Which you one? What do you mean? I don't recall that. Hey, you want to go out? Or whatever hey, you want to go out on day. Ugh. Anyway, hey, so Justin. big buddies. Hey, ju- Justin, you can go out on day. No. Oh, all right. No. So big buddies helped you learn about life yeah, as an kind adult? Of. Science projects, science, gym, showers. That's why I just said. No, first of all, showers, no. <laughs> okay, maybe not showers. That's why I just said. They took you around and got you used to the idea of changing classes. Sure, yeah, something like that. No, there's not something like that. <laughs> it's something it's either like they that. did or they didn't. Okay, they did. Okay, are you happy? Yeah, because you can't just say something like that. It's too confusing. Well, our listeners are smart. Uh, okay. Well, I wouldn't go that far. They're racist, but they're yeah, smart. They're very racist. Yeah, they're racist. There's that. Uh, All right. Well, how was your week? Let's talk about it. I mean, it's only been since Wednesday. So, how was your weekend? Uh, it was fine. It was good. Um, Justin and I did not see the raid, which was unfortunate. No, we didn't. Uh, you didn't call me. So, I know. well, Saturday I ended up being at my mom's all day, but we should no. see it this week. Okay. Well, I can't. I'm going to be out of town soon. Tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm going to North Carolina. When? Uh, Thursday. Well, I'm going out to Columbus on Wednesday, and then going to North Carolina on Thursday. For how long? Till next Monday. Oh, so we can still do the podcast. We're doing it right now? I meant next Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's all that affects me. I yeah, that's fun in problem. North Carolina. Yeah. You'll be back in time for the podcast? Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, we're good then. Well, I hope you have a good vacation. What are you doing? Going, uh, my friends get married. Ugh. Guy to a girl? Yeah. I know, it's wrong. gross. It's I know. Wrong. It's disgusting. In 2014, you'd think stuff like that just wouldn't be acceptable. I know. I yeah. know. I thought we were all guy-guy now. I would hope so. Yeah. Some people are pushing for gay marriage equality. I'm going way beyond gay marriage yeah, equality. Exactly. I'm going I want gay marriage gay. full on. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Only. I don't want any any gay. heterosexual couple well, to be able to get married. Gay marriage exclusivity. Absolutely. And if you don't like that, that's fine. Don't get married or move to Russia. Why would you? That's always a generic answer from assholes. Uh, yeah, it's true. Like, if I complain about our government, because it sucks. Yeah. And then people move say, to Russia. won't you move to Russia? And I always respond. Like, well, why would I move to Russia if I want to be somewhere that's more... Not to get too serious here. Yeah. But the reason I love that response is because it's like, our country was founded on people that complained about <coughs> the system and did something about it. Yeah. So if everyone's response is, if you don't like America, move somewhere else or deal with it, our country will never get better. Yeah. So it's always funny when people say that to me. It's like, how about instead of moving to Russia, I try to actually make a change. Yeah. And make things better. 
Or how about they and not move. move to Russia? Or how about they just leave? And that's what I was going to say is, why don't you move to Russia? Yeah. Because you don't, obviously don't care about your country that much. Yeah, and also don't really want basic freedoms. Why would If I want freedoms for people, why would I want to move to a place that has less? Exactly. It's like if we could tear down the walls of this Republican-Democrat bullshit and realize how fucked up our government is mm. inside and out from every angle. Yeah. Then we could maybe make a change. Yeah, and, uh, but people are still stuck on Tea Party this, Democrat that, and it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's true. None of it matters. It's a bunch of assholes that all want the same thing, and that's not for any of us to progress. I'm glad that you started saying this because the way you've been sitting this entire time, you look like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Do I? Well, because he always has his microphone off to the side like that and talks into it and then starts going, well, you know, the problem with women is that uh, well, they the don't problem, fuck them when yeah, I'm the, on pills. I'll tell you, the problem with women, I'm going to tell you right now, is uh, Democratic women don't support me, and I support <laughs> what I have, which is my dick. Yeah, and so they're all sluts. And it's decent-sized dick, but I'm telling you, all women are sluts and all blacks can't get jobs. <laughs> the problem with equality in America has nothing to do with anything like that. It has to do with people that don't want to work. They're called Mexicans. <laughs> so true. Right. <laughs> And then some guy calls him like, you know what, I agree with you, Rush. Thanks for saying that. You know, you're just saying what we're all thinking. It's it's not a racist thing. It's just that the Mexicans don't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just, like, and then he starts talking about how, uh, how like, the war on drugs and everything like that, even though he's a fucking drug addict. So why does he get and to say anything? First of all, the war on drugs is the biggest joke ever. Yeah. It means nothing. What yeah. does that mean? Tell me what it means. It means it's a really easy way to harass black people and put them in jail. It does, and on top of that, not to, like, stereotype anybody, even though this is in a positive way, but I love the stereotype of Mexicans not working when, like, the people that immigrate here from, like, Spain and Mexico are some of the hardest working people. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So I guess I'm technically stereotyping, but I mean in a very complimentary way that... They do a lot of shit. Why yeah. do people give them flack? The people who don't work... And they work, do it for not very much money. Here's the thing, <laughs> is that there's no group of people... Like, when they say things like that, or people say things like that, they, they're discounting, like, a lot of people. There's no group of people who doesn't work. Right. You know what I mean? Other than rich white guys. <laughs> and, like, yeah, I guess there are some people who try and, and like, game themselves. the system. Yeah, and racist yeah. people. Because you, have you ever looked at those, like, statistics about, like, people who try and, like, uh, defraud insurance companies and shit? Oh, yeah. It's almost all, like, middle-class white people who are just trying to get over on somebody. Yeah. And they're saying people are, like, black people in their food yeah. stamps. And yeah, exactly, and yeah. And like, it's you're like, the same. You what are you money, doing? You dick. Ugh. Anyway, so, big buddies, little buddies. Put me on food stamps right now. Oh, I would love it. it I want them. Cut down on a huge amount of my I'm expense. saying I want them. Yeah. I want them too. I don't want them for bullshit things like cigarettes or beer. No, or I want I free groceries. Shit. I want, yeah, I want. I want a steak dinner. I want some mashed potatoes. I want yeah, a steak dinner and titties. Oh, that's a good song. Justin and I used to be in a band. Well, I don't know if you call it a band. I call it a project. It really <laughs> we were called. Uh, fuck, what were we called? Uh, perchance to dream. Perchance to dream. We only made two songs. It was a. Uh, Spoken word emo before it became a big thing now on Lot of yeah. Spute and all these bands started doing it and kids would cry over it. And we had a drum machine, a guitar and bass, and some real drums. And we would make some like emo core music and then talk over it. And uh, the chorus of one of the songs was Justin. Go ahead and do it. Uh, I can barely remember. Oh, I remember oh. it. Steak dinner and titties. <laughs> Steak dinner and titties. Oh, great. <laughs> We had a second song. We only had two. Yeah. The that second was one a was trucker. 
giving a story for about two and a half minutes. Yeah. And the course is me going, Big Mac in a blowjob. Big Mac in a blowjob. So if you can't tell, we like to pair um, meat with a sexual yeah. endeavor. Yeah, yeah. And As should anybody. It should have gotten big. Yeah, if we would if we could have remembered the password to the MySpace, we can't find it now. Yeah, it's it's there somewhere. It, has it to is, be, yeah, but who knows? Man, we need to make a new song. <laughs> All right, and put it up next week. Okay, we can do you it. Know what the song's we can do gonna it be like called Ten Minutes. You know what's gonna be called what? Half slap of ribs and a big buddy. Half slap of ribs and a big buddy. It's called a slab. Uh, oh well, you know whatever it is, it's fine. Nah, come on, come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> Um, so how was your weekend? This good. I think we already went over that. How was yours? Mine was good. I uh, I played some video games. Yeah, what did you play? I played Grand Theft Auto because I still love it. Yeah. And I'm still trying to 100% it. I played Thief, which even though it got bad reviews, I think is awesome. I don't get why it got such bad reviews. Like, there's nothing... It's not the best game ever. But the graphics are good, the stealth is good, the response time is good, and it's fun. It's yeah. a big world. Right. I mean, I wouldn't give it like a 10, but I'd give it like a 7 or 8, not like the 4s and 5s it got. I think it's because everybody was looking forward to it for so long, and then it turned out the I way I tried it to did play really. Titanfall, and it's boring as fuck. Yep. I, it's like you said, I definitely agree, is that people gave it a 10 just because it was new and they were impressed. Mm-hmm. And if all those magazines come back a year from now and play that game, there's no fucking way they'll agree with that 10. No, it's not at all. It is a very bland game. Yeah. The graphics are good. There's some cool fight scenes and play online, and that lasts for about an hour. Yeah. And then After you're about an like, hour, well, you're then. like, oh, this is it, and there's no single player. Right. And first of all, <coughs> let's get to the point here without being too much on video games. If I can buy Titanfall on my Xbox with no box, no instruction booklet, no 10 case, and no single player, why the fuck is it $60? Mm-hmm. Because that's blasphemous. Yeah. It costs them so much less to make. And they don't take a penny off the price, and that is bullshit. Yeah, no, it is complete I, bullshit. I've always thought that. I always thought it was stupid that when they, that when they release it online and it's the same price as it is in retail, and it's like, well, why? Why is it still sixty dollars? You're not getting any of the things that yeah. they, they don't produce a thing. If Titanfall so, came out for twenty or thirty bucks, I might be like, okay, maybe yeah, that maybe. makes more sense. Yeah. Maybe even. Yeah, but sixty is highway robbery. Yeah, it is. Luckily, my girlfriend works at GameStop, so she checked it out. And I literally, as I was playing it with my roommate Josh, was like, if I would have paid for this, I would have been fucking furious. Yeah, absolutely. It was a fucking terrible game. She also checked out Metal Gear, because I wanted to try it even after we talked. Mm. My thoughts on Metal Gear after beating it, and the side missions, are, Mm -hmm. it's a really good game. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing takes place in that one base, like you said. Right. And after you beat it, you're just kind of like, okay, that was cool, where's the rest? Yeah. Which, granted, I know what they would say is, well, it's coming. But, A, there's no release date. Still. And, B, if it's coming, then why did you release a demo for $40? Yeah, I got it for 30 but, yeah. Even still. Still, $30 for about an hour. If you play it properly, it's about an hour and a half. Not very long. No. It's a very short amount of time. So, because that even means if it was a $60 game, it would have been, what, three hours? Which is still a bullshit time. Which begs the question, why don't you just go on, like, Steam or something like that and buy the Splinter Cell series for, like, 30 bucks, and then you have, like, 60 hours worth of gameplay, that type of gameplay. Right, and that's what I'm saying is, like, it's not that it's not a good game, it's a great game. Like, yeah, Hour and a Half Mission cool. is awesome. Right. It's very fun. It's old school Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2. It's fun to play, but it's an hour and a half. 
And then as side missions you unlock, but they're all in that same army base. And they're all basically the same And all they thing. do is basically be like, oh, well, it's daytime now, and you start in the back of a truck. But you're mm-hmm. in the same fucking base. Right. So I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. Now, the sequel to it, I'm excited. They said it's 600 times bigger of a land, and it's open world. Well, yeah, because it's the actual game. I'm interested in that. Yeah. That I'm interested in. I want to play that. Right. But other than that, yeah, I was... What? 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 <laughs> I don't know. You just stopped talking. Man, what, what I tried to say was. But yeah, my weekend was good. I played video games. I relaxed. I uh, worked on my basement. I wrote some new songs for a new project I'm doing. Tentatively, it's going to be called The Ghost Cookies. <laughs> All right. It involves me, James Culp, who you know. Yeah. Dustin Bingaman from my hip-hop group. And our friend Joey, who played drums and suffocate faster. Yeah. And it's going to be really fun. That's good. It's purely for fun. Yeah. But I want people to be excited about it because it's heavy and catchy. That's good. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We basically plan on playing like locally because I never get to play in Cincinnati. Right. And Mixtapes never play in Cincinnati because we usually tour and don't want to lug our stuff around <clears throat> to play a show. So this will be a band to play around here and have a lot well, of yeah. fun. <laughs> I mean, who, who, does, who does that tours wants to... Who, who nah, the I tours mean, that's from here wants to play around here because nobody ever comes out to shows like touring band shows that no, like are from like, here. Oh, we just did this awesome like for instance on this base that tour we just did. In thirty days we played to about forty thousand people. I don't want to load all our stuff into the basement and then load all our stuff into the basement and then load it all back up to drive it downtown and play for thirty minutes. Right. I don't care. No, nobody so, wants to do that. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. That's good. I'm working on some other stuff too. I'll get more into it in later episodes. How's comedy? It's good. I had a show on Friday that over in Hamilton. How'd you do? I did great. I was the only person who did really well. Were you? That's good. Yeah. I decided to do this thing. Did you sabotage everyone else? No, no. Oh, oh okay. they sabotaged themselves because right. the the they didn't like the audience just wasn't like. It was all people I'd never seen before. I do this show every month, and like it's usually pretty popular. And uh, it was all people there I'd never seen before, and um, they just they were more into when like somebody would fuck up a joke and like admit that they messed it up, and they would laugh at that, not like laugh at them for fucking up, but laugh because like it was a spont- spontaneous moment, right? Um, instead of like watching a thing that was like pre-planned, you know. For sure, I don't know why they were into this because I think it was just a bunch of people who don't who don't go see live comedy, so they have no idea like what's right. going on. Um, so what I did was, uh, I had decided to do this before the show and I made up these slips of paper and put them on the, uh, put them on the tables and, uh, it was to have like people write down like a word or a thought that was no more than four words or whatever. Right. And then, uh, put them in this cup and then I took the cups like about halfway through the show and I gave them to somebody and I just told them to pull out seven things that they thought that they wanted that just random things, whichever ones they wanted to use and write them on these pieces of construction paper. And then when I went up, they would show me the piece of construction paper and I would have to try and make something up on the spot about this That's thing. That's a good idea. I like yeah. that. So yeah, it went over really well. It was really fun. It was definitely like a lot, like really fun to do. Cause you know, you don't get to do that very often. That's actually an still. awesome idea. Yeah. When is your next show? Uh, I don't know when my next show, like actual show is. I mean, like I do like open mics and stuff like that. But my, a- I guess my actual next show 
would be at May Day on the 28th of June. I'm booking this girl from New Orleans, Ariel Elias, who's pretty, she's really funny. So right. I'm excited about that. But that's like the next like major right. thing I have going on. Yeah, right. Okay. That sounds good. No. What? Circle no. Why? You can't ask a question and then not like the answer and then make me like try and like change I want my circle mind. Circle yes. Well, I don't want to kiss you, Ryan. I wrote it down and everything. Upside down. That's not easy. It's pretty easy. It's not that easy. If you're not a fucking toddler, Fine. it's okay, pretty no. easy. No, Justin doesn't want to kiss me. Written down. Are we yeah. happy? There. Ryan wrote down kiss me with yes or yes or no underneath of it. And he wanted me to circle yes. And now he's writing something. I think he's writing get fucked. Get f- <laughs> He said get fucked and then put yes underneath of it and then circled yes very angrily. Yeah, there's no no. See that? There's I don't, not one. Okay, great. There's not a no. I don't care. You get fucked. Okay, good. I'll go get fucked then, I guess. Right now. We're turning this podcast into a porno. <laughs> That'd be the worst idea. Porno. That might be the worst idea for a podcast of all time. Two people have yeah, to this is so. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, come on. Mm. Yeah, get it. Mm. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, touch yeah, my tricycle. Stick me. Stick yeah, me. touch my pogo stick. What are either one of those? Pogo stick? Well, what's oh, a, well the tricycle is more perplexing than I would pogo say the pogo stick. stick's not a metaphor, it's a pogo stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you just awesome. start adding in like weird sound effects like that, like a pogo stick. Yes. All right, let's get to questions. We have much more to talk about today. All right. You want to start or you want me to? Yes, I don't know. I just have these ones on Tumblr. Go for it. Come on, Tumblr. Uh, this guy said, okay, so Ryan, do you have any tips for songwriting? And also, have you guys seen World's Greatest Dad? I'll answer the last one first. Yes, I have. I have no idea what World's Greatest Dad is. Um, it's a Bobcat Goldthwait <coughs> movie that stars Robin Williams. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. You're, you've seen, like, God Bless America and stuff like yeah, that, absolutely. right? Yeah, it's along the same... Should I watch it? Yeah, for I will. sure, definitely. What answer your question? I've not seen it, but now from your guys' recommendations, I will watch it. Yeah. Maybe tonight while I'm cooking dinner. Is it on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Now we're good to go then. Do you have any tips for songwriting? You know, when people ask me these questions, like I hate to be like non-helpful, but the way that mixtapes and the stuff I do came to be popular, and I'm not just saying this, was a complete fluke. Because honestly, and this is no joke, like unlike most bands, I will not bullshit you on like the complexities or what you need to do. After my dad passed away, I wrote a bunch of lyrics. They were very heartfelt to me, which I think is a good part of it because people relate to the songs more than anything. Mm-hmm. I found the power chords that fit best to them because I'm not a great guitar player and I can admit that. And I just made them catchy and put a lot of emotion behind it. So for me, that's what made mixtapes work when I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the same strategy would work for every band. Some bands, you know, like you get your Wilhelm screams and crazy bands, such goals, and they do technical stuff and people love the technical and the guitar ability and... You get some bands that are just super heavy and people like that and just some bands that troll their fans and gimmick them and make them think that they're part of something that the band doesn't give a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we never did that. I just wrote songs that meant a lot to me and 
I'm the guy at a show that doesn't really want you to ask for my autograph. I just want to talk to you because if you like my song, that's cool to me because I wrote our songs when I was really depressed. So if they help you through something, I'd like to talk to you about that. So I think they just come from a very honest place. So when it comes to songwriting, like maybe this is cliche, but just write what you know and don't pretend you know anything you don't. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to some band you're not really that familiar with and be like well this is popular I should try that write exactly what you know yeah because people like mixtapes I want you to go back and actually listen to maps those songs are the fucking simplest songs on the planet that being said I still very much like them and I'm very proud of them I'm glad people relate to them I think they're some of our best so just write what you know and be honest about it if you have a lyric about your uncle in the hospital put his name in there like make it personal the problem with radio music, and I was talking the other day to people about this, unless you're just going for money, but we're talking from a personal standpoint here. If you listen to the radio and Nickelback and this and that, I don't even care about Nickelback. They're not the worst band ever, like some people said. They're a nothing band. They're middle of the road. Yeah, whatever. Is their lyrics are full of me and you because everyone feels like they relate to it. Mm-hmm. There's no real topics about people or places or things. No. So if you want to stick out and be honest and have people get into it, don't make don't make your song so everyone can relate to it. That's not the point. Make it so <coughs> you can relate to it, and then yeah. maybe some other people that had the same experience as you can relate to it as well, and that's all that matters. So that's the best advice I can give on songwriting. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the best person to even ask that question, but that's my answer, and that's how I feel. So the basic gist of that is that you should kill his dad and then write songs about it. Yeah, if you kill your dad, your dad will be dead. Just like mine did, even though it was a heart attack. Yeah, man, that's dark. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, I think you should. I think I. I mean, I agree you with should, you. I've same never same with comedy with you. Yeah, you don't talk about things you don't know. No, because people know. Kids are not as dumb as bands think, and that's no. why I hate when bands say stuff like, "Oh, we don't like this shirt, but the kids like it." I mean, they want to fight that band. It's like, why? Why don't you like it? Yeah. Why aren't you making what you like? I. I I've never, I, I mean, that's what I always think too, is that you should never make anything that you're not going to be proud of. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, that you don't like, um, sorry, I got really distracted because Ryan was like rubbing his, his ears with I his earphones. You should, um, yeah, you should write what you know and what you like. Make yourself happy. Yeah, definitely. Impress yourself. Don't impress anyone else. Yeah. Because if you impress yourself, then eventually other people will follow. Exactly. And you can tell. Kids aren't dumb. They can see when it's fake. So, I uh, hope that answered your question. I forget what your name was, but I responded to you on Tumblr, so I hope that you appreciate our answer, or at least we Ryan's answer. We actually answered it, so. Yeah. Um, this guy says, Hey guys, there's this really shitty Christian core band in my hometown called Shawshank Redeemed. <laughs> Do you find that band name as shitty as I find it? Big fan of the show. I would leave my name, but then this band's posse of psychopaths might find me and destroy me. See you this summer, Ryan. Also, you should bring Justin along to do some stand-up or live Big Snackers episodes. Well, thank you. Well, I would love to bring Justin along on Warped Tour because it would make my Warped Tour experience much better because it's going to be miserable because it's Warped Tour. Yeah. I wish Justin could be there every day talking with me and doing Big Snackers. We could do a daily episode. Yeah. I wish I could find the budget in Warped Tour for them to pay Justin to yeah, come that with me. Great. And <laughs> That's the main thing. That's the only reason I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know if we are uh, big enough to do that. 
but I wish. Uh, Shawshank Redeemed is one of the worst band names yeah, I've ever heard. Be, I, first of all, don't even know what it means because I understand that. I, I know the movie. But, right. No, me too. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. What but is sh- that? I just wish I could talk to those kids and be like, what are you talking about? Can we get a hold of them? Can we look them up? I'm sure we can. Let's look up Shawshank Redeemed. I doubt they'll have a phone number on their website. Yeah, and I doubt that they'll like. It's one of those things that yeah, like they have like a Facebook. Can we hear but... a song? Let's find out. I hope not. Ooh, oh, they're gonna be. Likes. Oh, they're trying to play oh, not on play Warped Warped Tour. Tour. Vote for us. Yeah, they're Tour. trying to play on their local uh, stage. Oh, good for them. Where are they from? Um... Hold on, biography. Shawshank Redeemed is a dynamic metal band from Carlsbad, California. Formed in June 2012 to expand the sonic landscape and intensity of modern metal. Alright, here's the thing. When you write your own description of your band, avoid hyperbole like that. Unless you have a, 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 a representative or a PR person who's writing your copy for you, don't fucking talk your band up like that because you just my, sound like here's jerks. Here's my other thing. Band interest. Jesus Music Life. Jesus Music doesn't bother me so much. What does to be interested in life mean? Can you give me an explanation of like, yeah, I've just been real into life recently. I think it just means being alive. <laughs> yeah, like what does that mean? Like, how you been, Justin? Good man. I'm just like kind of been real, real interested in life. You know what I'm real into right now? Just life, man. Just if like, you said that to me, I would look at you like you were an idiot. Like I like to be able to breathe, like not think about it. You right, know, like yeah. Just real interested in life. Hey, I just want you to know Shawshank Redeemed gives modern metal the wedgie it needs, says Tim Mudd of CBS Radio, that which I don't think that that's a real quote. Anyway, let's see. Reverb Nation. Here we go. I don't want to listen to this. I do. I do. Man, why are they on Pick this? Pick the best song title. Fucking... Hold on. Oh, there's no good one. Uh, Banana Day. Oh, great. <laughs> it's not a bad one. Oh, this is progressive. Uh, can I tell from that kick drum he's enjoying life? Hey, did you, go, did you guys did you guys hear an Avenged Sevenfold song one time, too? <laughs> Man, they're really giving a wedgie to modern metal. Y'all make a sleep in this right, sounds like a big step forward. What's this one? I want. Well, it's the same one. <laughs> what? You know what? Oh, I stop hate this. Too. Stop this. Stop this. Do you remember last week, or was it the week before, we brought up Confederate. I mean, uh, Get a Rainbow? Yeah. Josh brought to me yesterday Confederate Fag. Oh, yeah. Do you think we can find them? I bet. I mean, I'm sure. A week or two, two ago, if you weren't listening, we found a gay rapper from like 12 years ago called Ghetto Rainbow. And we uh, also, in the same time on that IUMA website, found a gay country metal band called Confederate Fag. Yeah. And their uh, logo was the Rebel Flag. Except it was rainbow colored. And correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, but the song was just like a metal riff and I'm going, Confederate! Fire! Yeah, it was like 30 seconds long. I, I'm. 
Is that one gone forever? It just, yeah, I, I can't, like, you think, if I type that in, you'd think it would come up, because the first I do like archive. when you would type in Confederate fag, when first it comes up is Springfield, Missouri, Republican candidate. <laughs> Look at that, it does. <laughs> From August 7th, 1897. Right. Um, like, here's the thing about that Shawshank Redeemed, I'm not going to spend, I don't want to spend any more time on it, we have to, uh, it's terrible. They mm-hmm. want to be avenged sevenfold, and that's fine because it's probably what they listen to, you know, or whatever. They're also too young to really make fun of because everybody's in terrible bands when they're young. Uh, but we, we weren't. You, no, I know we weren't, but not everybody <laughs> can be as gifted as we are. Truth. Um, it's just, it's useless to make fun of them. That band name's fucking awful, and eventually one day they'll stop doing what they're doing, you know? So, um... Yeah, make fun of them all you can. Though we did just say that they were in Carlsbad, California, so don't let anybody, if you're listening to this, see that you're listening to it because they might beat you up, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I guess they're going to come attack you with their oh. goons. Oh, you better watch out if you're, when you're out there on Warp Tour. No, I need to be careful. They're going to come. I'm bringing a battle axe. Yeah. <laughs> Next question is from My Ashes Falling. Uh, I consider myself a pretty big music fan, but... Ever since, oh, wait, I think they said something else up here. Oh, here it is. Hey, guys, I remember you saying on the la- on last week's show that some people aren't music fans and only listen to singles. Do you think this happens to a lot of people when they get older? I consider myself a pretty big music fan, but ever since I started working full-time, I haven't had a lot of time to get into newer records. I've been putting my iTunes on shuffle more recently and have been listening to more old favorites instead of checking out new music like I used to. I just want to get your thoughts on it. I think that that's definitely true. Yeah, I think, I think so as for people sure. get older, they don't listen to nearly as much new stuff because you kind of know what you like. And I mean, your an... tastes have developed. Yeah, they're fully developed. And oh yeah, a good example is for instance, Talk about it. You pull out things more that you didn't oh, used to. Yeah. Okay, no, first of all, it's not what I meant. I love when they're fully developed. Second of all, it's like um, what did I listen to on the way here. I was listening to Hot Rod Circuit. Yeah, I don't think I've listened to that band in ten years. Yeah. But one of their songs randomly got stuck in my head, so I jammed that album the whole way here to your house today. I probably won't listen to it again for five years. Yeah. I haven't ten, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you go back to older stuff, but I think discovering new music and getting into it is more time-consuming, because the older you get, the busier you are. Yeah. And there's still certain bands, like the new Hold Steady came out, like I devoured it. Yeah. But, but there's when like... I was a kid, and all I had to do was go to school and come home all day, I devoured dozens of albums a week. Yeah. And I just can't do that anymore. No, you can't. It's impossible it's just to justify life. using that amount of time. Yeah. Like, I don't mind if I'm sitting around on a weekend not doing anything. Like, I'll turn on Spotify and go to the Discover Channel thing on there because it will tell me things I haven't heard before. And there's a bunch of bands that I've found doing that that I really like now that I didn't know about before. Right. But ultimately, like, that's a once-a-month thing, maybe, if I have the time to do it or if I feel the need to. But ultimately, there's so many other things that I'm more interested in nowadays that... You know, I do. I mean, I like to listen to new stuff, but like, I just don't do it. You know, and right. and I end up listening to like older things or whatever. And also, there's also the thing where I just don't really know where to go other than that to look for new things that I haven't heard yet. I'm the same way. You know, I just don't. I don't like. There's always like a billion trillion things that come out like as far as hip hop goes, and I don't fucking hear them because I don't know where to look. See, I was going to say, I find myself digesting um, 
a lot more hip-hop than I do, like, punk rock or rock nowadays. And I think it's because Absolute Punk and Punk News, God bless people that run those sites. I love them, except for Jason Tate from Absolute Punk, suck my dick. But outside of everyone <laughs> else, um, I will fist fight you in Portland if you ever come. Outside of that, um, I just have sites like Two Dope Boys and Live Mixtapes. And they're just so much better structure than the punk sites. Right. And there's so much there where it's like in Two Dope Boys, I can go to it. And has a column for news, if I just want news. Has a column for albums, with albums coming out. Has a column just for mixtapes, or if I want free mixtapes. And it's so easy to go to Two Dope Boys and look at exactly what I want to look at. Find the exact music I want to listen to. And then read comments about it. Yeah. And Absolute Punk and Punk News are good sites. But the people and the trolling have just overtaken it to the point where it's not enjoyable, and I don't really get any news out of it right. anymore. Punk news back in the day, I would go to every day. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, sure. every day, I go to Two Dope Boys and Ain't It Cool dot com, which is a movie news site that does the same thing. Yeah. Because those are the only two sites that really stimulate what I care about. And I still love punk rock and rock and alternative rock music, but there's no place supplying me with good bands. Yeah. And, so, and and I think that's also a problem with, like, punk in general, is that when you go to those sites, like, whoever it is that's running the site, generally, all you're going to hear about is bands that, like, they like. You know what I mean? You don't hear about well, a spectrum, like, like a, a thing across the board. Like, on, like, sites that do, like, hip-hop, they'll report about anybody. It doesn't matter. Do. It's awesome because, you know. but also, they'll post a link to the video or the mixtape. So without having to go to 20 other sites or a torrent site, I can go to Two Dope Boys. I can hear a rapper, hear their name, watch a video, go down to the mixtapes on one website. Yeah. So within 10 minutes, I'll say, oh, this guy's dope, or I'm not really too into this. Yeah. With these other websites, they just haven't made them functional enough, and it's not their fault. It's like, I like these websites. I'm not insulting them by any means. Yeah. I'm just saying like Two Dope Boys or Ain't It Cool is the same way. Or ain't it cool? As much as people hate Harry and this and that and say he gets paid for reviews, I don't give a fuck. The reason is I can go to that website. It can say, new Godzilla movie coming out, first trailer here. I click on it. I'm watching it in 10 seconds. Yeah. That's what I need. It's 2014, and we need that availability to us. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. I don't think ain't it cool is not a flawed website. I just mean it's at least a website where I can go find out about a movie, mm-hmm. watch a trailer, and read a review in 10 minutes. Yeah. Personally, I, I think that website's a pile of trash. But <laughs> I understand. But you can't argue with what I said. Though. No, absolutely not. I can go yeah. there, read news, watch trailer, read a review, done. Yeah. Do I trust the reviews? No. Yeah. But I can watch the trailer and I can see it. Mm-hmm. And they are, there are coming out competing Ain't It Cool websites, which I think will overtake it and be better. I mean, there's already a bunch right. that are better. But... And that's just the type of sites, like, even though... Even Ain't It Cool, as much as you don't like it, I feel like the punk news websites are about five steps behind that. Oh, yeah. They're fucking and awful. That's, that's the problem. Because they haven't changed since 2005, you know? Like. For instance, like livemixtapes.com, if you like hip-hop, go there, sign up. It's free. And then instantly, it shows you this week, this month, highest downloaded of all time. You can click on any of them. You can listen to any track, not just one, full the way through, and then download it within five minutes. Yeah. That's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. Yeah. Because we live in a generation that where I'm pretty patient, so I can only imagine how these 20-year-olds are. That's what they want. Give it to them then. If they like it, they like it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that their question 
it is true. You just don't think about it as much. Like, no, it doesn't sure. interest you as much because it's like you're not really because you get a little older and you're like, well, I want to do this and this other thing, and I'd rather do things for myself. Like, I don't have time to like sit around and go to like every show and listen no. to every CD and like all that kind of shit. Because I just don't. A, I don't fucking care to, and and B, even if I did care to, I feel like it would take up way too much time. Say, when you and I were about 10 years younger, since we're about the same age, we went to a th- one show to three shows about per week. Yeah, probably. I go to one to three every two or three months now. Yeah, if even that. I don't remember the last time I went to a show. And it's not because I don't want to support the scene. It's not because I don't like music. It's because I just did it for so long. I worked at venues yeah. and toured. That it comes past the point now where it's like, I don't want to just support that band when I don't like them. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, completely. It used to be, hey, come support the scene. Donate a few bucks. I'd be like, okay, cool. Keep music alive. And then now I just, it's not mean. It's not bitter. And I can even say I'm not even jaded. Yeah. I'm just not interested. Yeah, I agree. And that's pretty much what it comes down to. So. But I think this guy's right. But I think if you're looking in the right place, you can find good music. You just have to explore these websites and try out new bands and. Yeah, you kind of have to force yourself to do it. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. No, that's what the internet's yeah. for. Go check out whatever you want. So, thank you for your question. Good question. Uh, we actually answered that one too. <clears throat> Which person? This person is anonymous. Oh no, wait. His name is Rob. Um, which person do? Which person you admire that you have met turned out to be an asshole? Lots of love, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Um, oh, you trying to get me in the hot seat now? I, I think I think you can pretty much just say whatever you want to. I don't think there's yeah. gonna be many repercussions. No, there won't be. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. There's people I've met that I was disappointed by, but I want to go full out here and answer asshole. Yeah, <coughs> I can't think of anybody I met that was like a total yeah. I mean, piece it's hard. of shit. Like, in a thing that I liked. I've met plenty of people in things that oh, I didn't surely. give a fuck about that I was like, oh, yeah, I expected you to be terrible. But pretty much everybody, I've had pretty good luck as far as that goes, and there are really many by who I ended up being like, oh, what a dick. Like, Okay, Jason Tate. From, is that the guy Absolute you were just talking about? Absolute I've never met him, but this guy gets online on a website that's failing and almost closed anyways, which no one's supposed to know. So there's a heads up to you. All the people out there. Fuck that. (laughs) And here's my thing. If someone doesn't like the music I make and just can verify, I don't care. I have the thickest skin in the world. I don't give a fuck if you like my music. If you do, I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But what he would do for a while is he would come in in any thread about mixtapes, he would just be like, I don't get this band. They suck. They sound like Bowling for Soup and all these things that make zero sense because mm. we sound nothing like that. Yeah, no, not at least. And here's the thing. If you want to take our album on Absolute Punk and you want to review it and give it like a 1 out of 10 but give reasons why, that's awesome. I'll read it and I'll say that's whatever. But it's like you can do whatever you want. It's free speech, but you kind of have a website and you are in a spot where you should at least, you know, inform kids why you don't like things. Yeah. So finally, he also even tweeted and said, they're just not even good at their instruments. So what I did is recorded a video of me oh, yeah, shredding in my room on yeah. guitar. I remember I was talking about that. Horribly, like blues riffs. And yeah. he posted it. 
which was even funnier. And then people responded like, "Oh, he's not very good at these riffs and stuff like that." <laughs> and uh, so after that, I told him I would slap him, and then he kind of stopped responding. I said something along the lines of like, "I'm just not some pop punk kid like the way I grew up and stuff." I was like, "I'll punch you in the mouth." Yeah. And said something I think about fucking his wife. <laughs> That's <laughs> but he since then I think maybe it's gotten better I just think when you're on a website that's already kind of failing yeah, and losing customers by the day and you're trying to gain fans and gain traction needlessly insulting bands for no reason that do pretty well on your site and sell a decent amount of records yeah, makes you enough of an asshole that I can say him yeah, okay. And to this day, I would still box him for money and for charity. So Jason Tate, <laughs> if you hear this, I will box you for charity. Uh, I would love to see that happen. I would love to happen. I would love to do it. <clears throat> um, so I, I don't really have anybody. I just, I, I pretty much like everybody I've met. But what about, now you weren't with me in Loveland. The really racist guy that I sold the metal detector to. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you told me about that. Did but... I tell you that story? That's yeah, but that's story. not like a person you looked up to. <laughs> I did a little bit. You looked up to the guy who wanted to buy a metal detector? Yeah, a little bit. No, come on. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have like... I mean, there's been plenty of people I've met who are assholes. Should I tell that story? That's a good story. And it's not long. Yeah, go ahead. This is ridiculous, but uh, if you want to get to the topic of... We always joke about people being racist. You want to get right down to the nitty gritty here. Is uh, after my dad passed away, I uh, was looking through his stuff and kept the sentimental stuff and the rest of it I was just going to sell because I don't need it. And uh, he had a metal detector. So I was like, I have no idea what to do with a metal detector. So I uh, went in the Yellow Pages and found a place in Loveland, which is about 45 minutes from my house in Cincinnati, that bought and sold metal detectors. So I called the guy and was like, are you open? He's like, yeah, just come out and look for the barn, which already should have told me something. Mm-hmm. So I get there. There's no business. It's a house and a barn in the middle of nowhere with, like, broken down tractors everywhere. So I knock on what I think's the door. He comes out from behind me. And he's this older man. And this story is even better because he starts talking to me very friendly, offers me a drink. And he starts talking about how he's just lonely. He's there by himself because he met his uh, sweetheart in high school. He was about 80. And they dated for 60 years. So, and he's like, you want to see a picture of her? Told me how they met. And I was literally about to cry. Felt so bad for this guy. He was so nice. He was so lonely that I was almost in tears by the story. <coughs> Showing me pictures of her. Yeah. You could just tell he had no human interaction. Like, it broke my heart. So I'm talking to him, and he's like, thanks for listening to me. Thanks for telling me. You could tell you're so happy to talk to a person. Finally, he's like, all right, well, let's buy this thing. I know you got to go. And I was going to get my friend to eat. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I just see your ID? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And he goes, yeah, I didn't used to do that till this one fucking nigger just ripped me <laughs> off this one time. And I literally, my jaw dropped. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you know how they are. This and that. And I literally told him, I was like, I don't know how they are. I don't really know what you mean. I got to go. She's like, all right, gets back. And he's like, sorry if that offended you. And I was like, okay. And then I took off. Well, it's like, and I was just like, whoa, man. Like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like, no wonder you don't have any human interaction. Yeah. I was like, you just said that to me nonchalantly after the story about your wife dying. Yeah. Then you went into this racist tirade. That's the problem, is like, I mean, we talked about this before, but is that every, like, racist white guy 
or, or girl or whatever, racist white person automatically assumes every other white person is racist them, like, too. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Well, I know of exactly course, what yeah, you mean. Absolutely, yeah. They're always ripping you off. They won't show you their ID, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's such a, like, I, like, whatever. I mean, I'm offended by, like, real racism. I find it more silly than anything, so it doesn't really offend me that much. I agree. I'm more offended by uh, them just thinking that I'll be okay with it right, than anything. Exactly. You know, because generally, like, real racism like that, is relatively harmless because that person is usually like a shut in or like really exactly. stupid, you know. But when it comes to like when it, like when they start like insulting my intelligence by acting like I'm also racist like them, yeah, it's like what the fuck, dude? Like, like, are you looking at me and assuming that I'm racist and I agree with you because that insults me? Yeah, yeah, I don't even. Why understand. do you think I would agree with you and what you're saying? I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I. Hope that that story about the racist man answered your question. <laughs> I think it should. I think it should. I think um, that did it. Your favorite Nick asked, uh, "Do you have any cool movie slash TV show suggestions on Netflix?" Man, I'll tell you about a TV show I saw. Hmm. I don't have a funny answer. I've been watching. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I've been watching House of Cards and I love it. Yeah, I won't. I won't watch that. Why? Because of the way that it was created. What do you mean? How Netflix took algorithms of all the people who watch things on Netflix and then created a show specifically for people on Netflix so it would become popular. Did they? Yeah. How so? Like they just figured out all the because that's what they do is they mine data from you like as you're watching things like they know everything that everyone's watching so based on all viewing habits across the board you can look this up there's a bunch of stories and stuff about it is that that show they saw that i think that the uh, original british version was sort of popular so they could get it for cheap and then they figured out things that people watch so kevin spacey was popular so they got him to be the star of it and then they just started basically writing episodes and writing the show around things that people on Netflix like. That is interesting. I didn't know that. I like the show. Yeah. The show's good. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I, I'm just not... I don't know. I don't care about political shows like that anymore. Right. I don't usually either, but... Other than that, uh, I don't know what you've been watching on Netflix. I don't, I don't watch Netflix, really. Really? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't had it in a long time, and I just don't, like... Well, what have you been watching? Um... I don't know. I watch so much stuff. Like, well, I, on Netflix, I did watch that. Um, oh, what the hell is that show called? I can't remember what it's called anymore. Todd versus the book, or Todd in the Book of Good and Evil, or something like that. I can't remember. What, it's a Canadian show. Um, that's about these like high school kids. It's, it's sort of like a horror, like comedy version of Degrassi, almost. Huh. Um, it's called Todd versus the Book of Good and Evil, or Todd versus the Book of Pure Evil, or something like that. But it's like uh, essentially like this kid finds like this um, book of pure evil, and then like he accidentally unleashes like all these like ridiculous monsters and shit on his high school. And each week they have to fight a new one. I but it's a that. Com- it's like a kind of like just a ridiculous comedy. And Jason Muses in it as a janitor at the high school. Yes, just pretty good. Um, but it's good. That's the one thing on Netflix I have watched that I know is on there. Aside from that, I mean, I watch uh, 
Justified is probably my one of my I favorite shows on television right now. I don't now. know if it's on Netflix, but either way, you should be watching Justified. <clears throat> yeah, if you have Amazon Instant, every season up to the newest one is on there, so you can watch that. Justified is, I don't care what kind of show you like, Justified yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, it's one of the best shows on it television. It is incredible. Period. Every actor is perfect, and yeah, watch Justified. Watch it with your girlfriend, snuggle, watch it, make some popcorn, watch Timmy Elephant, be like, bam. Is what's he like? Bam. What does that mean? I don't really. He's like he sees a bad guy. He's like bam. Oh, okay, I got you. Right. Um, I don't know. I watch. I watch pretty much everything on HBO except for True Blood. Well, because Cause you're an adult. Yeah, it's awful. It's the main reason you don't watch True Blood. Um, Someone out there and was I'm just not like, like, hey, wait a minute, I'm 24, and that show rules. And it's no, like, it I'm not even that, I mean, I'm not worried enough about seeing titties to watch that show and care about you it. You know why? Like, so you can watch Game of Thrones and Sea Dragons and titties. Yeah, exactly. It's just way, it's far superior. Or you can come to my house any Thursday and see a lot of titties for free. Not on TV. You can touch them. Pardon? You heard what I said. No, I heard you said, but what are you talking about? Come to my house any Thursday, and I'll let you touch my titties for free. Oh, your titties. Right. No, I'm not coming to your house. Why? You wouldn't even come to my new house. Hang on, I just bought a house, and you won't come. Yes, I would. You never invited me over. Well, I'm going to invite you over. I'm not coming on, on Thursday. Thursday. No. <laughs> Why not? I don't want to. No, will you come over on Thursday? i got a bag full of titties. I'm, I'm, well, first of all, I'm not going to be here this Thursday to come over. So Okay, well, next Thursday. No. i got a bag full of titties. I want you to grab a mine. Of yours. <laughs> you have a bag full of your own titties. Have you ever heard of reproduction? Yes, Ryan. I learned it from my big buddy. Oh, did you? Okay, so <laughs> moving on from whatever you were doing. What do you mean? I was trying to talk about big buddies. I don't want to talk about them. And I don't want to talk about purses either. Personal preference. No, it's not, it's not per... Nobody wants to talk about purses. This isn't a show about purses. Some people probably want to talk about purses. You're the only reason I the only reason that I'll agree with that is because it's a technicality. Anyway, <laughs> Kazabom asked on an older episode of The Snack, which is not what this is called. You guys call Bob the Music Industry hipstery or something like that. What's your opinions on that band? Oh, here's here we go. I'll Let's say go this. for a hat trick. Yeah. I mean, one more time. All right, go one, ahead. Are you going to call... One last time. What? What? Who are you calling now? Call someone in the band. Going to ask my friend <coughs> yesterday. I don't want to talk to anybody in that fucking band on this show. <laughs> Hold on. What's up, Mike? How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good. I should have a second. We're doing our podcast right now live, and we got a question about uh, Bomb the Music Industry. Okay. So you play drums in the band, or did, until it just broke up, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, would you consider your guys' selves a hipster band? I'm sorry? Would you consider your guys' uh, selves a hipster band? A hipster band? Yes. I, I... 
Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Second of all, uh, what's your opinion on the band? What's my opinion on the band? Yeah. I mean... Kazabomb would like to know. What? Kazabomb would like to know on Tumblr. Who a bomb would like to know? Kazabomb. Kazabomb? What the hell is Kazabomb? <laughs> no, I don't know. Bob? Yeah, what's your opinion? I mean, I don't know. It's music. I play with like some of my best friends. So, yeah. so you're telling Kazabom that you rule? Um, yeah, duh. Okay, good. That's a good answer. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's all I needed. We needed you to answer the question. I didn't so, answer the question? Yeah, you did. You did a good job. I will give you a call in a little bit. All right, you got it. All right, see you, buddy. Right. There, we got... He answered it for us. We don't even have to. Unless you want to elaborate. You're more than welcome. Yeah, they're fucking awful. <laughs> they're one of the worst bands I've ever heard. And, I mean, I don't know that guy, but Jeff Rosenstock's a piece of shit. Funny thing about my music industry. Never really listened to him. Don't know anything about Jeff Rosenstock, but that was Mike, who does actually play drums in my music industry. And he is one of my favorite people in the entire world, but he's just the drummer. Yeah. He's a great drummer, and he's a great guy. That's fine. So my opinion on the band, zero opinion. My opinion on Mike, great drummer, great guy. Yeah, Justin's they're terrible. Opinion, Justin's opinion, they suck, and Jeff Rosenstock sucks, which maybe he does. Yeah. I don't Actually, know. I'd like to go back and uh, um, and uh, add an addendum to the, the question about, have you ever met anybody who is an asshole? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> really? What's your experience? I don't know him. I've never really he's met a him. Shithead. He's a shithead. I've heard, I've heard fucking, bad stories from a lot of people, but yeah, I don't know him. He's much an about entitled, him. whiny fucking shitbag. When things don't go his way, he gets upset about it. Where you'd think that somebody who walks around trying to give away their music for free to people when they bring blank CDs to show so he can burn them off his MacBook for them wouldn't get so uppity about a lot of things. Right. And yet it does. And I would go so far as to call them a hipstery band because their entire aesthetic is trying to be something that no band should ever want to be. Well, I think the entire setup from the beginning, no disrespect to Mike at all, and I don't think Mike was in the band at this time, honestly. I met him years later. Is uh, It bothered me because they their whole thing was DIY, no label, no t-shirt companies, we make our own shirts, this and that. Then they started signing to a bunch of labels, trying to get on big tours, and got a big manager. Yeah. And I get that eventually that stuff's going to happen. Like, I don't care about against me. I don't dislike or like against me. If I had to say anything, I'm completely in the middle fence on against me. Mm. I don't care. But I always thought it was funny, their lyrics and their anarchist stuff and this and that. And they signed to a major label and got, like, one of the biggest booking agents in the world. Mm. And when I say that, it's not because I think they're wrong. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't have the say. I don't, I don't have the authoritation on punk rock to say, like, you did this badly. Right. But I can say that's weird to me. Well, to be fair, they were never really a band that seemed like they were against playing music on a label or anything like that. True, to a degree. But, I mean, they had entire songs about how, like, money doesn't matter and music is the only thing that matters and we don't care about making right. money. No, you're right. And I'm not I'm not and defending that idea, but, uh, but you know... There's a like you can still hold that ideal while still making money though, like you can you can you like I agree. here's the thing 
the difference between a band selling out or buying in or whatever is that if you lose your integrity to make money, then that's bad. I agree. You know what I mean? But if you are allowed to keep doing what you like to do and making what you like to make while making money, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I agree now, with if that. they had constantly talked about, uh, if they had like put out as the Eternal Cowboy or something like that, and then like, you know, two years later, they suddenly sounded like, I don't know, some other fucking band. Like if they suddenly sounded well, to be like fair, Bowling two, for two Soup. Two years later, they sounded like Bruce Springsteen, basically. Yeah, but they were always going in that direction anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying like if they sounded like a commercial band if they were on the radio like if they suddenly sound like Hoobastank right then things would be a bit different would <laughs> why be... did you say Hoobastank that you laughed so hard but it would be a lot harder to defend a position that supported them I've been crawling in the, the dark, dark looking for the answer when to be fair so if you don't think I'm being mean if someone came to me tomorrow with a million dollar record contract I would most likely take it you know why because I'm not stupid yeah, I would take a million dollar record contract and I would make whatever they told me to make because I don't Fuck give a yeah, shit. Because when I was done, I would stop doing it and go back to what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. So I don't fucking care. Like, but that's not. But back to the point is that like, the main problem with like the DIY aesthetic and especially with the way the bomb music industry goes about it is that like, I've seen him be unfair to his fans before. Agreed. Okay? Like, I've seen him in person be unfair to people in order to try and sleep with girls and all kinds of other things. Not that that's bad. Go ahead and try and sleep with whoever you want to. Sure. But when your entire fucking life is built on telling these kids that they're the most important thing to you, and then you destroy that by being an asshole to a 15-year-old who just wanted five seconds of your time because they love what you're doing, you're a fucking dick. So... That's what I think about bomb music industry, and if you, anybody has anything to say to me about it, that's fine. I'm not part of the. I'm not part of music, so I could give a fuck. But yeah, hey, send us a question if you yeah. have something. If you want to argue it, that's fine. Send it in and argue. Fuck if you know him and he wants to come on here and talk Please. about it, then go ahead. Yeah. But I won't say anything else about the people in the band. I don't know them. They seem like okay people, but he. <laughs> he's the figurehead. He's the point of that band. It's existing. his band. Yeah, it is his so. band. Yeah. Mike, we just talked to as the drummer, will admit it's Jeff's band. Yeah. He has musicians, but it's his right. band. All right. Do we kind of answer that question? Yeah, I think we answered it fine. Uh, yeah, tell Kazabomb that Mike said to shut up. Uh-oh. Oh, we got a call. Hello, Kamal. Hey, what's up, buddy? Kamal, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <coughs> Kamal, we got a couple things real quick. All right. <coughs> we, have, we have a really big guest next week that makes you look like a pile of shit. Okay. But uh, two things is, A, we needed to keep our race quotient going on, and since you're Middle Eastern, we needed to have somebody on that wasn't white. Because you uh-huh. saw the slack Jerry Seinfeld was getting. Did you read about that? Uh, the what? The stuff a while ago that we used to talk about? Yeah, where he had uh, his show, yeah. and the first ten people were all white males, and people thought that was racist. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, hey you know that most famous comedians are white guys? Well, did you also know that people <laughs> complaining about that are fucking idiots? Because yeah. who gives a fuck? Yeah. But uh, Kamal's Middle Eastern, so we have him on here for a status quo. Now, I have a question for you uh, before we start anything. Um, since you're okay. Middle Eastern, uh, what exactly did you have to do with the disappearance of that Malaysian flight? True. That's a good question. Um, I'm not going to say I was involved, but I do know where it's at. Now, is it true... <laughs> 
is it true? Is it true that all Middle Eastern people are involved with all acts of terrorism or disasters that happen on the planet, and you all know uh, about it? No, but around here it's true that all Middle Eastern people are involved with restaurants. Oh, okay. Come on. Do you have to go to meetings with other Middle Eastern people that you can't talk about? Uh, like you, you guys want some like inside secrets? Yeah. Mm, well, most of them are racist. Okay. So as as prejudiced as most people are against them, they're probably way more prejudiced against you. Who do you uh, worship? Um. Well, I'm agnostic, so nothing. So what My is that? Were, so it's not true my, that you all you all have elected that kid from Slumdog Millionaire as your king. <laughs> <laughs> no, we worship Matika. Can I also ask you, Kamal? Um, does it weird then, since you're agnostic, that you wake up every day in your bed knowing that you're going to hell when you die? <laughs> uh, follow up question. Weird. I just try not to think about it. Follow up question: Are you afraid of the uh, RFID chips that will be implanted in your skin come next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm always losing my shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair I enough. thought that that would be nice because it would make apps a lot easier. They could make a lot more, a lot more and better apps if we all knew where we were at all times. Oh yeah, especially imagine how good GPS would be. Yeah, it would be the fucking greatest. You know what? I I welcome I welcome this uh, antichrist. Oh, that's because you guys don't think Obama's a fucking antichrist when all he is that black. What are you talking about? We're talking about Middle Eastern right now. He'd be at the meetings. Every Middle Eastern doesn't come. There's thousands or millions of them. How many? How many of you are there, Kamal? Um, like literally dozens. Did this just turn into the most racist podcast of all time? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'll tell you right now offended, on the so air, I, I hate our president because he's black. <laughs> oh, now it did. <laughs> okay, okay. Now it's know that. yeah. But also, I hated George Bush because he's black. Because he's black. Oh yeah. So I just want to let that get out there. Right. Care about white people. No, Kanye West oh. and Kanye West does not care about white people. George Bush only cares about painting. That's true. And Kanye West only cares about black people with good fashion sense. And 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 kind of average looking Armenian women. <laughs> with big butts. <laughs> now, Kamal, um, yeah. I want to ask you a question. When you were in high school, did you guys have big buddies, little buddies? Big buddy, little buddy? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Never exactly. Mind. Never Thank mind. You. Forget it. Kamal, did you go to a public high school? Exactly. Thank okay, you. Okay, forget it. Whatever. We we didn't go to what? your creepy fucking pedophile uh, commune that you went was to. Right? Like it a wasn't a pedophile. Program? Okay. He said he. It was like okay. I you will probably remember this. Do you remember back in like probably sixth grade when you started changing classes and there would be like they would be like oh okay well follow these kids and they'll show you where you're supposed to go right. Yeah. He he's saying that there was a much larger, more expanded program where you would be assigned to another kid who was older than you, and then he would help you learn about life, which is a very strange <laughs> explanation, and then also help you do science projects, which was very vague as well. <laughs> so we don't... I, 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 we still haven't gotten to the bottom of it. I don't know what he's talking about, but I think I he, think he wanted to... could have solved a problem with a map. Yeah, I think so too, and uh, schedule of classes be really easy. Okay, that's fine. Come on, last but not least, I got a serious question for you. Okay. Are we still having band practice tomorrow? Yep. Unless right. you want to skip it and go see Hold Steady. Fuck where? At Bogarts. 
Is there a way to do both? Huh? Now you work till five, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, how about this? Yeah, I'll, I got to... I'll talk I... to you later, and either tomorrow we'll see the hold steady or have band practice. Okay. I'm done with either. All right. Well, either way, we'll do that. I'll get a hold of you tonight, and tomorrow we will hang out, eat food, and I'll explain to you, big buddle, little buddy, little... little, little, little. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right. You have a good night, Kamal. All right, see you, boy. Right, see you, buddy. Say, say hi to that Slumdog right. Millionaire kid for me. I like him. <laughs> see ya. I love having people that aren't white on here because it just makes us seem not racist. Uh, how would you rate the overall quality of this call? I would say excellent. excellent. Thank you. It was a great Skype. call. Kamal's always a good guess. Um, anyway, yeah, that really took a turn there. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little uh, bit. I don't even know what we were talking about before that. Oh, we're at questions. I got a couple, too. Okay, go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah. All right, first one, um, as I explain it, I'm going to have this guy call in because he wanted to explain. So. Well, ask the question first. Well, I'm going to. I just don't. You had said something about this before we started recording, and I still don't know what it's about. So. Okay, question is. This is from Dylan Walkman. Who knows fast food hacks? How to get more and save money doing so? Now there was, there's more to it before. Give me a second. No, wait. Oh, there he is. We'll ask him. Hello, Dylan. Dylan. Hey. What's up, Hello. buddy? Welcome to Big Snackers. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm glad on. to be here. Yeah, the, I'm glad uh, to have phone. you. I'm going to be a little honest. Though. I read your email. I don't completely understand the question. Can you explain it? Oh, yeah. I was just trying to discuss like, you know, ways to get, like, money saved at different fast food restaurants or, you know, because they have, like, different, like, hacks you can do with the menu, you know, figure stuff out like that. I was just wondering if anybody had any other ones outside of, like, the obvious Chipotle things or, like, you know, I got to explain some of these. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar. Yeah, Please explain. do. I was going to yeah. say before you explain them, the obvious way I can tell you right now is that you go buy a handgun, preferably Heckler and Koch, and you go rob it. You can have whatever you want for free. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a risk, but I'm telling you right now, that's going to get the most bang for your buck yeah. because you're not spending any bucks. Risk versus reward. Risk versus reward, and right there, that's 100% the highest. Definitely, definitely. And and uh, if you use a shotgun, you could spend some buckshot. Yeah, I but guess. if you I've... have a shotgun, you're going to weigh a lot slower. I'm telling you, it's an HK P2000 9mm handgun. Every other round, uh, hollow tip to normal. And I'm telling you right there, that's going to get everything you need done. But if yeah, you don't want to go that route... the right Call of Duty perks turned on. I don't play Call of Duty. These are my real guns I have at my house. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I leave my doors unlocked cool. for a reason. I want to kill somebody one day. I live in Harrison, Ohio. Come on. <laughs> well, you want to talk about fast me. food or you want to talk about guns? I want to talk about fast food. I want you to tell me some of these hacks because honestly, I don't know what you mean really. I know Chipotle, if you're a band on tour, you can call and they'll give you free food. Outside of that, I'm clueless. All right, well, we'll check this out, check this out. All right, so you go to Subway, and let's say hypothetically you want to order an Italian BMT. Now, right? let's, let's just start by saying we will never go to Subway. <laughs> yeah, right, let's stay out of but, Subway, but go on. But continue. All right, well, people do go to I mean, Subway sucks, but whatever. You yes. go to Subway, you get an Italian BMT. It's like a $7 sandwich or whatever. You get five pieces of three different kinds of meats. Now, if you just went and got the spicy Italian for $5, it's ten pieces of two of those meats. The one meat that isn't translating here is ham. 
Yeah. Now, if you just ordered extra ham on your spicy Italian, it only cost you a dollar. So you're effectively paying this this extra dollar seventy five for this Italian BMP when if you just ordered it a different way, you get the exact same thing, but more meat for like fifty cents cheaper. Okay, that's interesting. Do you have more examples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a good one. Um, if you go to Chipotle, and you probably don't know this one, but you can order a burrito bowl with sides only. So no meat, no rice, no beans, like just sides only. And then if you add all the things that you want additionally, it actually ends up only being around $4. I do so, know that, actually. Yeah, so if you go in there and you get sides only burrito bowl, I think it's like two fifty or something, if you just load it up with corn, salsa, whatever, cheese, and uh, you're like, oh, add rice, that's a dollar. Add another meat, that's two dollars. Before you know it, you really only spent like four or five dollars in this typically eight dollar after tax burrito bowl. Now, do most fast food restaurants have this, or is there a website already laid out for it? For this hack? Because if not, you should write a list, and we'll put it on our blog. Um, I've just seen various ones on the internet. That was one of them. No, I have a really good the obvious like math ones involving Chipotle. I like where... I do like Chipotle. I'll be honest, but I have a really good hack involving McDonald's. You walk oh, in the door, McDonald's you one. sniff it, and you walk out the door, and you save everything. Mm-hmm. You you what? You walk in the door of McDonald's, you sniff it for a second, and then you walk right back outside to your car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because at that point, you're everything. just not hungry anymore. Right. No, but the Chipotle like thing, it. and even the subway, when I don't really go there, that's interesting. I mean, fast food restaurants are stupid for the most part. That doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me. Um, I oh, yeah. Mean, McDonald's tends to hack me, because whenever I eat there, I always end up showing up in the parking lot. Well, yeah, that's t- completely understandable. So, they get it right back. <clears throat> Well, that's an interesting thing to think about. I don't. Do you know any more? Um, I mean, oh, I think all the ones I know are Chipotle related. I mean, if you if you ask for two halves of a meat, like let's say one half chicken, half beef, or whatever, a lot of people tend to forget that when you add fractions, you're you know, it, if you add a half and a half, like fraction wise, it ends up being more than a whole because they don't have like half scoops at Chipotle. So you really end up getting like 1.25 meat amount instead of just like, you know, one total. True. Well, also, oh, you know, I, if you're out of town or in a band or on vacation, you can actually go to Chipotle and talk to the manager and they'll usually give you free food. I've heard that. I can tell you Does this because I've done work? it multiple times. Wow. <laughs> I've heard that from people. If you just tell them like, you know, you're in a touring band, they'll give you free food. I know bands. Most of them. Uh, I stayed at my apartment one time. They came through. They told me that they spent their entire time on the road going to Whole Foods and stealing from the hot bar. Whole Foods is apparently real fucked up. I know bands that have gone to Whole Foods, and you'll get like a pizza, eat half of it, and then return it and say you didn't like it, and they'll give you your full money back. Mm -hmm. Which, see, my problem with that is I think that makes you a complete asshole. Mm -hmm. So I would never do that. I mean, if you're punk and want to do that, more power to you. But to me, like, there's a difference between finding hacks, like you said, at Chipotle, and stealing. And that's definitely, just, that's definitely. stealing. And I don't, I don't commend stealing. Um, I think I have one more. One more decent one. All right. All right. So, you know Chinese food at the mall? Yes. 
get your orange chicken. I mean, if you get, like, any other kind of chicken, you're fucking up. I mean, really. Like, Fair. it's all about the orange chicken. So, you go, you go to the food court. They want, you know, they, you want to get the three-item combo or whatever they have. And it comes with three items. And, you know, you see all the menu items there. And they have, like, you know, orange chicken, egg rolls, vegetables, whatever, bullshit. Now, if you tell them right away that all you want is rice and two orange chickens, you're going to get fucked. So what you have to do is you have to tell them that you want orange chicken, and then after they're done giving you the orange chicken, they're waiting, they're anticipating you to say, you know, stir-fry vegetables or whatever, you hit them with orange chicken again. And then you're getting another scoop of orange chicken, and they don't really know what to do about it. They thought they already gave you a generous portion. And if they don't match it, you're going to say something. So that's a pretty surefire way to get loaded with orange chicken. That is the heck I've for. done before, and it does work. Because I like orange It does chicken. work. Hello? Yes, I've done that act before, and that does work. We yeah, appreciate for sure. that. I do that one all the time. When I worked at the mall, I did it every day. I don't know how they didn't catch on. Well, thank you for your food hacks, Dylan. Is there no, a, you're welcome. Anything else Thanks you'd like to add? Thanks for having me on here, Ryan. Nope. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we cut you off and hate you? Um, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis, Baba Booey. <laughs> All right, well, I'll I'll give, I will that. give you a call later, and you have yourself a good night. All right, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. I have, a, I have one for Chipotle. What? As well. What? Um, if you go in there around 1 p.m. into the bathroom and eat the shit out of the toilet... You can eat for free, and it tastes exactly the same. <laughs> I don't think Chipotle is that bad. I'm not choosing to go there, though. It's pretty bad. Oh, man. All right, let's move on. All right, what are your other questions? I don't so, need more questions. Oh, I thought you said you had more. I have one, but I don't like it. It's stupid. I'm not even going to give the person the time of day. Why? That's stupid. Is it? It's stupid. Just tell me. No. All right, you have a question for me? I got a question for you. I want to talk about music or movies. Let's each pick one for the last few weeks of a game, a video game, a movie, or music that you'd like to talk about that you think is awesome. One of the three, doesn't matter. Uh, I, was, I started playing that Telltale game, The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty badass. Made by the same people who made uh, Walking Dead. Walking and, Dead, right? Okay. Yeah, and they're, they're going to have a Game of Thrones game come out soon, too, which is awesome. But Wolf Among Us, if you don't know, is based on the based on the um, comic book series Fables, which is about. Uh, I mean, this is I don't know why this became so huge, but they were really the first ones to do it, where, like, creatures and characters from fairy tales came into the real world, and then they tried to hide among us and live you know, peacefully or whatever. Right. It's essentially, and, and, um, it's about that. If you haven't read the comic book, it's very, it's not very confusing. It's just, that's what it's about. It sounds lame as shit, but go read the comic cause it's really w- well written. But the book or the, the game itself is really awesome. You play as a uh, big B wolf who is the big bad wolf basically. And he's like a detective. He play he's the sheriff of, uh, the fairy tale creatures that live in New York city. And he basically tries to keep the peace between them. And it's like kind of a... 
fucked up world because they don't really want to be here, so they're all kind of drug, you know, drugged up or drunks or right, like, you right. know, whatever. Um, but it's a great game, and there's a lot of like little just like things that you remember from being a kid, like fairy tales and shit like that that they incorporate into the game that are really interesting and fun. So should play it because almost all the Telltale games are really cool. Right, agreed. I like that. I want to play that. I've been meaning to play it. The Walking Dead was incredible. Why are you seeing so far back? <laughs> the Game of Thrones will also be incredible. Yeah. Good choice. Is that your choice of the week? Yeah. Everyone go download The Wolf Among Us off Steam or a computer. Or Xbox or whatever. Or Xbox. You, you know, whatever video game system you like to play. Yeah. My choice, I guess, out of the last few weeks would be the new Hold Steady album. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. It made me happy. I actually got a few tweets and emails of people who said they'd never heard of the Hold Steady, checked them out, and said they love it now. Yeah. And I'll say it again for people listening. If you've never listened to the Hold Steady, get on Spotify or YouTube and listen to the Hold Steady. Yeah. It's not a hard thing to do. They're one of the only bands in the last 10 years of my life that I heard and was just blown <coughs> away. I know you hear stuff like that, but I'm telling you, there's just... Spotify or YouTube, the whole steady stuck between stations. Yeah. If you don't think that song's amazing, I think you're kind of crazy. Unless if you don't like his vocals, I get it. Yeah, but you I, will because if you just gotta give it a chance to grow. But if on you, you listen to bit. his lyrics and how brilliant they are. Yeah. And they have a new album called Teeth Dreams, and I think it's better than their last two albums, honestly. Yeah. And I would say that. it it's incredible. So the whole steady Teeth Dreams is an album that needs to be listened to by more people and they're pretty popular and actually we're gonna have craig finn on here in a few weeks which i didn't even tell justin yet but we are oh that'd be awesome. i actually talked to him yeah. and he's gonna be on the podcast and i hope when very... he talks to people he just sounds and talks in the same cadence as when he does a song with the whole city he does, <laughs> and he uh he's a very smart guy so i'm very excited to have him yeah, on he's great so i feel like he's gonna make me and justin feel really stupid yeah but yeah, the Hold Steady, Teeth Dreams. Check it out. Check out Boys and Girls in America by them. Just listen to the Hold Steady. Listen to the Hold Steady. Thank me later. Enjoy the Hold Steady. Yeah. And learn what storytelling music really can be. Yeah. And I say that whether it be Bob Dylan to Bruce Springsteen, I think the Hold Steady triumphs everything. Yeah, I agree. Because they're like those bands for our generation. They don't sing about the working class and fucking blue jeans and cigars. They sing about life as we know it right now in a storytelling way. And most of their songs are about parties and drugs and growing up in the hardcore scene and losing touch. And it's stuff we can relate to. And it's incredible. Yeah. So that's my take on the last few weeks. <clears throat> now we're at pop culture right now. Is there anything going on in pop culture you'd like to talk about? Uh... No, I mean, not really that I can think of. Man, what about that Malaysian flight? <laughs> that's not really pop culture. Where the fuck is that's, that thing, man? That's like that's like calling the, the fairies sinking in South Korea pop but culture. where the fuck is that flight, man? It disappeared. It's in the ocean. They're, everybody's dead. I'm sorry. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I know how much family you have. It's Chinese and Malaysians. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about? How long has it been? An hour and a half. I gotta wrap up, though, because I need to uh, cook dinner and do all that shit. So. I gotta do the same thing when I get home. And I gotta watch Kitchen Casino on the Food Network, which you haven't watched, is great. 
I haven't watched it because I thought that the commercial looked so fucking dumb. It's actually great. <laughs> you know the premise? It. Yeah. It starts off real quick with four chefs and three roulette cards come down. Not roulette cards, but like blackjack cards. And they could be like random crazy things like bitter pineapple burger. <clears throat> right. And they have to start making that. And they, they each get to their workstation. And then after a few minutes, it rotates. They might get somebody else's food and they have to finish it. And they finish with blackjack and their poker and have to switch in and out their ingredients. But it's actually really good. It would be very hard. It's entertaining. I like the new show on Food Network with Joey Fatone as the host. Oh, the one where they have to remake like Twinkies and yeah. Goldfish? Is that That's out actually yet? awesome. Is it out? They showed like the first episode. I don't think it officially airs or, I or premieres see it. It until. Yeah, I mean, they showed the first episode like three or four times, I think, on Saturday. It was really awesome. It was fun to What's watch. What's it called? Unwrapped? No, uh, rewrapped or something like that. Okay, yeah. I want to see that. It's actually really cool, but that's only because like when I was a kid, I loved. I mean, I still love them, but I don't eat them very much because you know they're fucking horrible for what? you. Like snack cakes and shit. Oh, yeah. Twinkies are gross. I've never liked them when I was a kid. Oh, Twinkies are great. I'm not a fan. Fucking pussy. Hey man, don't say that. It's not PC, okay? Next you're gonna Psh, call me a pussy. Queen. All right, we're gonna wrap this up with a story. About, so oh, about the guy, said. yeah. Me and my friend Zach were at my neighbor's house once. My neighbor's an interesting fellow, and his cousin was over. And he was like 13, and this was about 13 years ago. Yeah. He had so like, he's probably had grown into a really cool guy. He had FUBU jeans on that were four sizes too big for him, like a yellow 3X shirt. He was super skinny and a hat. And he was talking to Zach and I, and we were about 13. This is about fighting, and I just laughed at something. He goes, oh, what? Well, you guys don't like to get into fights and, like, fist fight? I was like, no. And he goes, shh, pussy. <laughs> just like that. It was maybe one of my favorite things of all time. Pussy. Uh, what, you didn't like to fight? Pussy. <laughs> so to wrap that up, we're big snackers. We'll be here in a week. Yeah. Cha. Brian here, Justin here. Oh, we wait, no, out. I know what we're doing before we fucking leave. What are we doing? We're going to talk about your goddamn text messages to me. No, we week. don't need to do that. Those yeah. aren't even probably from me. They are from you. That's the only person they're from. Someone could have grabbed my phone. No one grabbed your phone. Someone, I have roommates. Someone might have grabbed my phone. What does it say? The first thing you said to me is, hey, fish food fister. <laughs> okay, as you make sense. And then, um, let's see, that was actually last week when we were supposed to be recording, you said that to me. Then you said, this is Thursday last week, you said, I'm just a meat and potatoes kind of guy, winky face. What does that mean? I said, how so? You said, like, we do it to each other. Then I said, what does that even mean? You said, come on, man. And I said, come on and do what? And that's all you said. Okay. Let's see. Um, uh, oh, here we go. This is what I wanted to talk about. You said, hey, gangly man. I said, sup. You said, working on some ideas for snackers. And I said, like what? You said, well, on Monday, our names are Chase and Chet. Yeah. I said, why? You said, that's our names. And I said, but why? You said, it sounds fresh, man. Yeah. I said, if it was a country, if it was 1994 at a country club. Correct. You said that's the theme on Monday. That hasn't been the theme of this show. It's the theme this Monday. I meant today. I know. That's not the theme of the show today. I wanted it to be. You rejected it. No. And I said, 
mid-90s tennis instructors? You said yes. And I said, why? I said, I guess I don't really have a great reason. I said, you must have some reason. And he said, you said, well, I got outfits. And I said, is, it, is there reason to get babes? And you said, kind of. And I said, kind of. And you said, define babe. I said, like a mid-90s housewives that come for tennis lessons? You said, oh, no. And I said, then what? And you said, we're boyfriends. Okay. And I said, I don't think so. And, I, and you said, well, not in general, Silky, just this week. Then I said, Silky? And no, not any week. Then you just said, Silky, with a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> then you put a sad face. Okay, but what did you say after that? I push pop you. What does that mean? And you said what? And I said I stick I stick a stick up you and eat your orange. What does that mean? You said you do not. I said yeah, I think I do, bro. You said no. I said yes. You said um, and I said tee hee. Okay. What about this earlier today? Then you said okay, go ahead. How about <laughs> though? Actually, before that, I'm a little bit weirder than the next guy. Winky face. Okay. I'm a little bit weird. Okay. What about this? What about this? You what? said still coming at six. I said. Yeah, I've got some good ideas. You said, good, I got a hard one. Yeah? What does that mean? Some hard ideas. What hard ideas do you have? About what we were doing today. Just like concrete, you know, solid, man. Oh, what were they? I think we already went through them. I don't know if you have Just any like hard answering, ideas. Just like answering questions, you know, talking about stuff, oh, maybe having a couple now? of... Well, it's concrete. You know... Right? It was like solid ideas of what we could do. Oh, I'm sorry I used the word hard instead of solid. Oh, you don't got to apologize. I want to say I do. I do apologize. I do apologize. I do apologize. Okay, you know what? That's fine. Big Snackers, we're out this week. Thank you for listening. Please spread us on iTunes, Tumblr, Facebook. Get our name out there. We uh, are growing exponentially and we're very excited. We're so glad we have all you listeners. And if you have any ideas, questions, comments, arguments, tumble, email us. And we would love to talk to you. Yeah. Help me, man. Stop it. I'm all fucked up. Yeah, I know you are. Down by the train tracks. Next week, let's talk about the guy that needed to go down to the train tracks. Okay. myself. We will. He said, I'm going to give you one quote. Jesus could be that piece of pie right there next to you. So thanks for listening. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.